Dobry den, jak This is Pavlina, host of Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Join me every Wednesday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. for news from Ukraine, great Ukrainian music, folklore, and factoids for the culturally curious. Here on CHLY 101.7 FM. St. Mary the Protectress Ukrainian Orthodox Parish invites you to join them for church services Saturdays at 4 p.m. and Sundays at 10 a.m. Stock up on homemade pierogies and pies and enjoy their monthly pierogi suppers. St. Mary's Ukrainian Orthodox Parish, 594 Carl's Way in Parksville. Embrace the Ukrainian culture, music, food, and dancing at the 51st Annual Canada's National Ukrainian Festival, July 29th to 31st, Dauphin, Manitoba. Purchase your weekend pass right now for only $95. If you wait, you'll pay more at the gates. Day passes and camping passes also available. Call toll-free 1-877-474-2683. For more info, visit cnuf.ca and like CNUF on Facebook. And hot off YouTube, that was a group called Rojonetsia featuring a collaboration with a group called Zulu. And that song was Mini Meli and uh, another one of their uh, typical lively 
a semi-satirical love songs. And uh, Rojanetsia, by the way, has a connection to the island here. Uh, one of their members is ma- married to Vince, who is uh, formerly from the island and now runs Cobblestone Freeway and uh, is doing an awful lot with Ukrainian dance and cross-promotion. I believe they're in Ukraine or have been there recently. And uh, anyways, they provide us with a lot of great entertainment. Again, that was Rojanetsia with Mini Meli. Dobry den, szanowni radio słuchacze, witam was wszystkich na radio Peredaciu na Szolas Radio Krynskoho Korinia. Jak opowiadacie wam dzisiaj, tak jak i każdy serdecznie od 12 do 13 godziny na chwili CHLY od 1.7 FM u mieście Nanaimo. Przy mikrofonie Pawlina, dziękuję, że dzisiaj przybyłeś z nami na następnych dwóch godzin. My mamy dużo ciekawych nowin na dzisiejszym programie i Oksana zaraz będzie tutaj. Hello there and welcome to Nasholus Ukrainian Roots Radio coming to you live from CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. I'm your host, Pavlina Demchuk-McQuarrie. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Oksana is on her way. She'll be joining us for the second hour. And meanwhile, though, we've got a great program for you lined up for this hour. We've got a Ukrainian recipe as well as Ukrainian Jewish heritage. And we'll be giving a little bit more about Babinyar and the upcoming commemorations for the 75th anniversary of that tragedy in Ukraine. As well, we'll be speaking with a member of a group that we've been featuring a lot of airplay here on Nasholos, Dovira, and we'll be speaking with Stacey Yerofeyeva, and she'll be telling us all about their um, brand new EP release coming up on the weekend, as well as the EP itself, and a little bit about that group, which is actually quite a fascinating story. So stay tuned for all of that. We've also got our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music. And coming up next is another group from Ukraine. And this is a group that is uh, that does a lot of a cappella work, um, but they also do some um, inst- with accompanied by instruments. Here they are now with a song that uh, is pretty near and dear, I think, to every Ukrainian's heart. And certainly, it is about um, food dish that is near and dear to every Ukrainian's heart, especially um, honorary Ukrainians like Evil Steve. Here, this is one of his favorite foods. <laughs> Peroha. Here is Jedela now with cottage cheese pierogies. Iserom Peroha. Kuma, 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 Oh, 
кирку заплакал. Ой, клятье вороги! Беріть собі дівчину, віддайте ж пироги. Ой, чули, 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 ой, чули, чули ви. Беріть собі дівчину, віддайте ж пироги. Ой, чули, 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 чули ви. Ніколи не міняйте любов на пироги. Па-па-па-пам, ось так. And now, Ukrainian food flair with Sylvia Molnar. Tips for Ukrainian cooking. Hello, everybody. It's time to celebrate the egg. This marvel of nature, so fragile, yet powerful enough to sustain life, is a treasured gift to all cooks, from those who can barely boil an egg to others who regularly whip up chocolate souffles for dinner guests. Eggs elevate souffles to an airy lightness, make cakes moist and custards creamy, transform oil into mayonnaise, lacquer oven-bound bread, and make a mean egg salad sandwich. And what would breakfast be without eggs over easy, scrambled on toast, or poached for eggs benedict? Eggs have even infiltrated our vocabulary. There are good eggs and bad eggs, nest eggs, and egg on your face, not to mention all your eggs in one basket. Now, here's a lovely crunchy macaroon recipe. It uses egg whites only. Another name for these fabulous cookies is Kozak Kisses. Put four egg whites, one and a half cup sugar, one tablespoon of lemon juice into the top of a double boiler. Beat with an electric beater for 8 to 10 minutes. Yes, you can do it. It's easy. Just stand there and watch the time. It goes quickly when you're having fun. Remove the mixture from the stove and add about two cups of chopped walnuts. Line a baking pan with parchment paper that has been well greased. Drop from a spoon in round mounds. Press a candied cherry into the center of each cookie. Bake in a 300-degree oven until set and delicately brown. This has been Ukrainian Food Flare from the Nasholos Audio Archives. Есть на світі воля, а хто її знає? Есть на світі доля, а хто її має? Есть на світі воля, а хто її знає? Есть люди на світі, срібом злотом сяють, здається панують, а долі
Vesluhajte radio predaciju Naš Holos Radio Krinskoho Korinja na radiostanciji CHLY Adenulodensim FM u misti Nenaimo. Hovorit Pavlina. You're listening to Naš Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in beautiful downtown Nenaimo. I'm your host Pavlina. And that song was by a group called Dovira from Toronto. It is entitled Yes Nasviti, which means sort of, um, it's kind of hard to to translate. I'll probably get Stacy to, to do a direct translation, but it's something about that's how it is around the world. Dovira is a Canadian world fusion group that integrates Ukrainian and East European folk music with contemporary arrangements, electronic textures, and other music influences from around the world. Dovira is co-led by Ukrainian-born pianist Stacy Yerofeyeva, and she's of Stacy Y Band and Stereo Flavor, as well as bassist Mark Rinkun, and he's Pakistani superstar Josh. The group also features Sapilka virtuoso Mike Romanyuk of the Lemon Bucket Orchestra, guitarist Patrick O'Reilly of Tesseract, and drummer-percussionist Derek Gray of Ventanas and Monsoon. Obres was the debut EP from Dovira, that translates as Outline, and the name Dovira translates from Ukrainian to English as Trust. The EP featured remaster, features rather remastered versions of their successful debut singles Nese Halya Vodu, Oichei Tokhin Stoit, and Yichal Kozak Mistom, um, which you've heard very often on this program over the last uh, few years. Dovira will officially release their first full-length album, self-titled as Dovira, very soon on July 29th at Small World Music Center in Toronto. Stacy Yerofeyeva joins us now to give us a sneak preview of their release party and tell us a bit about Dovira and their music. So, Stacy, welcome to Nasholus. Hello, yes, thank you for having me. Now, um, I've been a big fan of Dovira, as you know, and after a few mm-hmm. tries to connect and get you on the air, as we were just saying, here we are, Narashti. So, once, <laughs> once again, welcome. So, mm-hmm. tell you, you're, when I first heard your group, I just went, wow. Um, you're doing some really innovative stuff, but you're really keeping the spirit of, you know, the tradition of Ukrainian folk somehow and making it contemporary. How do you do that? <laughs> um, yeah, thank you so much. That is kind of the goal is to take uh, these beautiful traditions, um, some melodies, some lyrics, and, um, you know, kind of change them up, make them, um, make them contemporary, make them accessible to, um, all kinds of cultures, uh, of Canada, um, not only Ukrainians. Mm-hmm. Um, and it helps, uh, I guess I'm the only, uh, sorry, there are two Ukrainians in the group, um, and the rest of the members are, uh, from different cultures. So that helps a lot with um, just coming up with these uh, interesting arrangements. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all have um, quite diverse musical backgrounds. Um, we uh, Most of us went to Humber College, uh, actually, for music. So we all play in very, very different uh, groups. And uh, together we, you know, get into a room mm-hmm. and come up with... Um, with cool arrangements based on these traditions and uh, everyone kind of finds that very interesting and a lot of fun. So did you meet all meet at, at Humber College? Did you form Dovira when you were still at school? Yeah, so about four or five years ago um, we uh, we had an opportunity to, actually I had an opportunity to record a song as part of a project uh, when I was finishing up my degree at Humber College. And um, I just decided to do something different. I didn't think it would actually lead into a band. Mm-hmm. But I thought, you know, why not take um, uh, my culture? Why not take a song I know um, and just do something fun with it? And uh, that was our very first recording session. It was Nesta Hala Vodu, which oh, okay. is on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And it featured uh, more than five musicians. It featured um uh, different uh, musicians all in one room, and uh, they were all non-Ukrainians, and we really made um, mm-hmm. something interesting, and we all had so much fun that uh, the guy said, why don't we, you know, start a project out of this? Um, let's mm-hmm. be the Ukrainian fusion group. <laughs> and I said, okay, why not? Let's do it. And that's kind of how it all started. Wow. Um, and then eventually um, Mike Romaniak joined us, uh, who is who was not from Humber, but he's uh, a member of Lemon Bucket um, 
and it really helped having the sopiuca, which is, mm-hmm. you know, the flute instrument, mm-hmm. um, join us. And uh, he eventually started experimenting with some effects as well and some pedals. Um, yeah, and it's just a lot of fun. So that's kind of how it all started. So you started with that one song that you recorded, and then you were going um, and re- releasing several um, on uh, just on social media on YouTube, right? And mm-hmm. when did the idea of uh, releasing an EP come about? So we started, like you said, we released different songs um, all to video. So we had uh, about three released, and we thought, um, you know what, let's let's make a little EP. We just have to record two more <laughs> songs and uh, we'll be able to actually have something to show for um, at our shows. So that was the first EP, Obres. So that features those three tracks that are um, that kind of made us a little bit popular on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> we're very happy uh, with the, um, the way that uh, those songs have been uh, doing on YouTube. There's really a lot of views and a lot of comments and people from all over the world um, seem to really enjoy those. Um, we would have loved to actually do a DVD so we mm-hmm. could have those videos as part of the CD, but we just decided to uh, go a little simple and just make a CD. And and uh, people seem to really enjoy it. So then eventually we thought, you know, let's make a full-length album and that is what we are celebrating in a week. <laughs> so, so yes, yeah, so, so I'll correct myself. It's not an EP that you're releasing. That's out already, but it's a CD, mm-hmm. an actual CD. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's, that's not, correct. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So, so good for you. Well, congratulations, and uh, really mm-hmm. great to, to uh, hear that. Now, you're going to be including those three songs from your EP as well as some new songs. So, no, actually, nope. the new one is not even going to have those three on. It's going oh, it's to be not. all new songs. Oh, mm-hmm. wow, wow. All okay. new songs. So we're really excited. And I think the only one that people have heard so far is the one that you just played, Yes Nasviti. So that's one that um, we we already released uh, a month ago at the Rex Hotel, uh, Jazz okay. Bar in Toronto. And the rest of the songs are going to be new and really, really exciting and very different. So I'm very excited for yeah. people to hear them. Well, I was just I was blown away when I heard uh, these these few songs um, when you released it. I think it was right somewhere around Easter time um, that I mm-hmm. first got wind of it. And yes, Nasviti, or no, it was the end of, of April. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, right about the uh, Chernobyl commemoration, I thought it was very timely. And uh, mm-hmm. can you, uh, you're you're of Ukrainian origin yourself. You originally were born mm-hmm. in Ukraine, yeah? So, mm-hmm. so can you <laughs> translate exactly yes, Nasviti, exactly wh- how you would translate oh, that? Oh, you know what? It's actually um, yes, Nasviti Dola uh, okay. and yes, Nasviti Vola. So oh, that okay. one is taken from a poem by Tarashochenko. It's from Katerina, and uh, it's just a little poem that part of that suite that I found in a book, and I just loved the lyrics. Um, they're quite beautiful. So it, there is freedom in the world. There is luck in the world, but who knows it? Only those who really have seen freedom, not the rich. Uh, but the poor are the ones that know it. Um, yes. Of course, it doesn't translate as well no. in uh, English, but it's, yeah. it's just beautiful the way Shevchenko wrote that poem. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, and the lyrics, I think you you have them up somewhere online, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, we have them on our band camp, um, the Vira dot bandcamp.com okay. so we do have that first release already available and it, yeah it's just beautiful and we of course put it to music that um, is not not traditional Ukrainian but it has some elements mm-hmm. um, and it has jazz elements and other world influences as well very so. much yeah very much fusion <laughs> sound mm-hmm. to it but but still it, you managed to again capture the Ukrainian essence of it so you, that was actually quite brilliant the way you did that with, mm-hmm. with that particular mm-hmm. song I think you really captured Shevchenko's uh, spirit in it so um, looking forward to that and we're going to um, wrap up uh, with our, our interview with another song from your new CD Oipia Vdova and that's kind mm-hmm. of that's sad mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about that one that that is um, Widow Drinks Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. the widow drink. So that is a funny one that we um, we have actually no idea 
mm-hmm. where, what region it's from, or anything like that. Uh, all we found were, again, these lyrics um, and a little bit of a melody in another book that I have uh, that's been actually passed down from my grandpa. Mm-hmm. And we just thought it was such a quirky melody and such a quirky song. Oh, the widow drinks and uh, the guests are running away uh, <laughs> from her. And it's just it's just cute um, and funny. But the melody was really, really interesting. So we really created something quite big with this song. And we actually featured a lot of people on this song, uh-huh. um, including members of Lemon Bucket. We have trombone. We have saxophone, cornet, trumpet. We also have uh, three fantastic vocalists, uh, Anastasia Baczynski, uh, Andrea Kuzmich, and Vanya Hrychina. And they're part of... Um, a group, uh, a vocal group here in Toronto that sings in uh, this open voice traditional mm, style called mm. Kalendar, and I had the opportunity to sing with them as well. So this is a big one that probably mm-hmm. has 15 people or something wow. on, on this recording. <laughs> well, so we're very excited uh, for that to, to be played. This is going to be the debut. No one has ever heard the song before. <laughs> really? Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm honored to be <laughs> debuting this song. So um, I guess, will this one be uh, performed at your release party on the weekend? Yes, that's oh, right. Great. Yeah. Okay. So great. In a week, we will be performing all these new songs. We're very excited. So that will be at uh, Small World Music Center in Toronto um, on July 29th, which is Friday. Okay, great. So, well, I guess you're uh, busy preparing for that. So, and our mm-hmm. time is about up here. So I will let you go with great regret because it's been wonderful chatting with you. <laughs> and I hope we can Thank do you. it again. And good luck. Sure. Break a leg um, at your CD release. And tell us um, if people who can't be at that CD release party, where can they find you online? Mm-hmm. So this will be uh, just a very small release party um, at a beautiful space downtown. So we're only going to be releasing about 50 copies. Then we are on to actually a tour uh, in Indonesia. We're backing wow. up uh, the Arkin dance group. Yeah, we're playing just traditional Ukrainian music uh, at a festival in Indonesia. So we will be gone for uh, a couple weeks. And then when we come back, we're going to have, uh, we're going to be making a big deal out of this CD and, and starting to play more and everything. So it will be available on iTunes and on our website, bevitaband.com. So you will be able to find that and download it and also purchase a physical copy as well. Okay, and I'll really all you have to do is Google Dovira, <laughs> and, and we'll find you one place or another, and always go down the rabbit hole and find you eventually whatever site that you need. And that's D, D O, D is in um, Delta O, and then capital V is in Victor I R A, Dovira. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm, that's right. Once again, Stacy, thank you so much. It's been an absolute delight. And again, I'll break a leg next Friday, and uh, all the best to you. And hope to talk to you again soon. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. We were speaking with Stacey Yerofeyeva of the group Dovira, and here is uh, another song, and it is called Oipie Vdova, The Widow Drinks. Oipie Vdova, Hola Ye, Vona za smert nedbaje. Пішла брать, головоньки не мороть, бо я часу не маю, сусідами гуляю, бо я часу не маю, сусідами гуляю. Пішла смерть, пішла смерть, до Бога сльозами, ой, не можу вдоба взяти, гуляє з гостями.
Ви слухайте радіопрограму «Наш голос» радіо українського коріння, котра подається вам на хвилі CHLY 1017 FM у місті Нанаймо. Говорить Павліна. You're listening to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio broadcasting live at CHLY 101.7 FM in beautiful downtown Nanaimo. I'm your host Paulina. And now for a look at Ukraine's rich Jewish heritage, then and now, brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter based in Toronto, Ontario. Welcome to Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. I'm Peter Bager. Memory, commemoration, responsibility. The 75th anniversary of the Babinyar tragedy in Kyiv will soon be upon us. This anniversary is a very serious challenge for Ukraine, especially in light of current conditions. The proper acknowledgement of and reconciliation with major historical trauma reflects a mature society confident of its future. The Ukrainian Jewish Encounter has been preparing for this landmark anniversary for the last couple of years. A four-part program has been organized. This program, in its broadest sense, deals with Bob and Yar in terms of the future, the past, and remembering those who were lost in the memorial space and through the arts. The transmission of memory to younger generations is complex, but nonetheless crucial. A program for youth dealing with the legacy of Bob and Yar will be organized by the Ukrainian historian Dr. Ihor Strupak. Young people from Ukraine, North America, Europe, and Israel will be invited to participate in a series of town hall public meetings. The public lectures, with questions and comments, will address not just history and the Holocaust, but also current problems in Ukraine and the world. A symposium for the academic community and the general public will be organized by Dr. Ludmila Hrenevich. The symposium will present a new book on Baban Yar in both Ukrainian and English editions to be published by Duch Ilitera Publishers. Dr. Vladislav Hrenevich and Dr. Paul Robert Magotchi from the University of Toronto are the chief editors of the new volume. This collective monograph by a distinguished group of Ukrainian and international scholars investigates Babin Yar in all its aspects. Beyond the detailed and harrowing accounts of what actually took place in KU in late September 1941, the book covers Babin Yar as historical symbol, Babin Yar in fiction, Babin Yar in music, in film, in memoirs, and Babin Yar after Babin Yar. The third component is the definition of a memorial space, a global competition held under the auspices of the International Union of Architects in Paris and the National Union of Architects of Ukraine, has reviewed submissions for the landscape design of a potential necropolis at Babin Yar. The best designs will be exhibited for consideration by Ukrainian society and authorities. Finally, a solemn memorial concert at the Kyiv Opera House will engage artists from all over the world. The performers, symphony orchestra, and choir will be from Ukraine. There will be soloists from Canada, England, Israel, and Germany. The concert will feature the remarkable Ukrainian conductor Oksana Linyu, who works primarily in Munich, as well as the British opera singer of Ukrainian descent Paul Hunka. The concert's program will include a form of Jewish prayer by the composer Max Bruck, the Babinyar Kaddish Requiem by Yevhen Stankovich, and Brahms Requiem. The Ukrainian Jewish Encounter will be continually updating the public on the rollout of these events. Stanford University scholar and historian Norman Neymark, in his preface to the forthcoming book on Babinyar, writes, Babinyar is in many ways still unfinished business. There is no consensus on how to memorialize the elimination of the Kievan Jews that took place there. There is also considerable confusion about how to deal with the multiple interests of victim groups, in addition to the Jews who lost substantial numbers of their people at Babin Yar. Neymar, however, points out that one thing is certain. Babin Yar will be remembered in Ukraine. In the wake of Ukrainian independence in 1991, the Orange Revolution of 2004, 
and the Euromaidan demonstrations of the winter of 2013-14, Ukrainians and Jews have linked arms to honor those who have perished at the hands of the Nazis during the war. Babin Yar unites their common grief and inspires common hopes for amity, justice, and truth. This has been Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos, Ukrainian Roots Radio. From San Francisco, I'm Peter Baker. Until next time, Shalom. Ukrainian Jewish Heritage is brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter, based in Toronto, Ontario. To find out more about their work, visit their website and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Transcripts and audio files of this and earlier broadcasts of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage are available at their website, ukrainianjewishencounter.org, as well as at the Nasholos website, www.nasholos.com. news stories from Ukraine, courtesy Ukraine's first international English news channel, Ukraine Today. One more evidence of Russia's presence in Donbass region. Soldiers from Ukrainian 54th Brigade have captured a Russian militant. The lieutenant Oleksiy Sadikov confirmed Russian-backed separatist forces shell their own positions in order to blame the Ukrainians. Ukrainian journalist arrives at the hospital, where the seized Russian is currently being treated. He is reluctant to start talking, demanding instead he should be accompanied by Russian diplomats. I will not speak without Russian consul. Do you doubt my Russian origin? Look at my personal data. According to official data the soldier is referring to, his name is Oleksiy Sedikov. 36-year-old reservist officer was born in Severodvinsk in Arhangelsk region, that is northern Russia. Unofficial information provided tells Sedikov, before being captured, was commanding the 7th Brigade of the so-called Armed Forces of the self-proclaimed Luhansk People's Republic. When the media try to figure out why Russians illegally cross Ukrainian border, Sedikov starts getting irritated, for there is no logical answer. It is not your business what we are doing here. The village of Troitske in Donetsk region has been under heavy shellings for nearly 10 days. Ukrainian soldiers say before catching Russian militants, they witnessed more and more shootings with banned heavy weapon. Despite the never-ending attacks, the National Guard fighters caught the enemy. There were three of them, says an officer from Vinnytsia region in central Ukraine. On having noticed the Russians, he started shooting. One of the terrorists, allegedly named Natan Sakirov, died immediately. The other two were taken to the field hospital, though one died later. Sedikov is the only one left alive. Shortly after seizure, the imprisoned Russian insisted they undeliberately came to the Ukrainian foothold. Ukrainian soldiers, however, seriously doubt this version, since they had found a mined fire unit and a recently installed landmine. Apart from the hidden ammunition, the soldiers of 54th Ukrainian Brigade share, while Treating the wounded Russians, they noticed an enemy group of about 18 persons. The detainee claims there was no one accusing the Ukrainian side of defamation. But his negation is easy to demask, since those standing on the foothold claim 
they have also seen a big enemy group. Has Sadikov known he was followed or not is hard to guess. Ukrainian soldiers, though, assure if he is telling the truth about being unaware, this means Kremlin used Sadikov and his accomplices as a live target. The journalists suppose these few militants were supposed to draw the attention of the Ukrainians, while a more numerous gang prepared to attack Ukraine's positions. Alexei Sadikov denies the presuppositions of the Ukrainian side. His main argument is about 18-year-old guys forced to fight against Ukrainians. However, in a while it becomes clear these youngsters are controlled from Kremlin. People do not want this war to be continued. They consider us as if we were evils. Even when 15-year-old teenagers cast a momentary glance, it becomes clear they hate us. Already after detaining the Russians, Ukrainian militaries find some more surprises from the enemy. One of the Ukrainian soldiers noticed a fire, seemingly grass to be burned. In a while, the National Guard servicemen fixed four Russians approaching their positions. Ukrainian fighters start shooting. The wreckers stepped back. Previously, Sedikov and his killed comrades had followed the same route. The seized Russian officer is said to remain imprisoned. As soon as the doctors cure his wounds, the detainee is anticipated in Ukrainian military court. The atmosphere at the Ukrainian eastern front line is getting hotter every day. From the daybreak until evening, the soldiers have to survive the boiling heat of 40 degrees above zero in the shade. In the night, though, the ATO zone is burning on fire. Russian-backed separatist forces continue shelling the positions of Ukraine's National Guard with heavy weapon banned by the Minsk agreements close to Marinka, the town to the west from Donetsk. In desperate efforts to approach the Ukrainian army, they do not leave the local residents in peace. I think I'll go crazy or get to the hospital. I was sleeping when this bomb flew here. My foodstuff and water are hidden in the cellar. What should I do? According to the commandment, the terrorists are not going to withdraw a heavy weapon from the borderline, even despite the Minsk agreements. The press officer of the 10th Brigade says they hear the mortars shooting nearly every night, though according to the Minsk peace protocol, there are dozens doesn't have to be a single grenade left in the conflict zone. The fighters' cars, totally torn out by bombings, broken roofs and destroyed school buildings, illustrate how Russian-backed separatist forces are willing to solve the war peacefully. Here are the belongings left after numerous shellings, their owners mostly killed by the enemy's missiles. Those left alive have to shoot back in order to prevent Russian-backed terrorists from moving forward. Ukrainian soldiers say they are currently fighting against the occupants from Altai, that is Russia's region situated close to Kazakh and Mongolia border. This has been concluded from the radio conversation caught by Ukrainian intelligence service. According to the ATO press office, the terrorists do not stop shelling the whole zone along the front line. Heavy shootings are reported from Luhansk region, as well as Mariupol front line that is close to the Azov seashore. The hottest point is said to be Avdiivka industrial zone in the north of Donetsk region. An outrageous crime in the very center of Kyiv. On Wednesday, the 20th of July, an acclaimed Ukrainian journalist Pavlo Sheremet was killed in a car blast. The vehicle exploded at about 7.45 a.m. as soon as he got into the transport in one of the central streets. I was in the restaurant when all of a sudden we heard the blast. I ran out to the street and saw the burning car. He was still alive. We tried to pull him out of the vehicle, but he was totally injured. When the emergency arrived, we helped the doctors to lift him, but in a while the man died. He was late for the usual morning radio show. 20 minutes after the start, Pavlo has not come to his workplace yet, so we decided to call him or his relatives, Alena Pritula in particular. But then one of us saw the report on Ukrainska Pravda that Pavlo died. The automobile belonged to Elena Pritula, the owner of Ukrainska Pravda, that is one of the influential Ukrainian online newspapers. Pavlo Sheremet was in close relations with Ms. Pritula, though they were not married officially. At the moment of the blast, she was not inside the car. The police arrived at the site immediately. They insist it was a deliberate murder, for by now it is detected. The bomb had been installed under the driver's seat and was controlled distantly. According to the most recent police reports, it is currently unknown whether the killers were aiming to murder Sheremet himself or his girlfriend, Pratula. The woman has been already provided with the bodyguards. The investigators add, if the man was the aim of the killers, this may be connected to his journalist deeds. 
It was obviously a deliberate murder. According to the current state of investigation, the blast was caused by a self-made bomb of about 400 grams in TNT equivalent. Such amount of explosive substance could not leave a single chance for Sheremet to survive. The police officers will do their best to figure out who is standing behind this outrageous crime. Paolo Sheremet was born in Belarus, the city of Minsk, in 1971. Twenty years ago, in 1996, he was hired by Russian television as a local correspondent. On having written a documentary book, An Accidental President, Sheremet became a personal enemy of Belarusian leader Alexander Lukashenko. On the score of his critical viewpoint about the official authorities, in 1997 Sheremet was arrested while doing a report from Lithuanian-Belarusian border. Later, he was accused of illegal border crossing and working for Foreign Intelligence Service and was sentenced to two years behind bars. In 2010, Sheremet was deprived of Belarusian citizenship. Since 2011, the so-called journalist in disgrace has been living in Ukraine, working for Ukrainska Pravda and conducting a radio show on Radio Vesti. Sheremet eagerly supported the civic protests of Euromaidan in 2013-2014, publicly condemning Russian aggression against Ukraine and unmasking Russian propaganda. Having been close friends with the leader of Russian opposition Boris Nemtsov, killed in February 2015, Sheremet led the ceremony during the funeral service. Numerous officials and celebrities have already expressed their condolences on Sheremet's death. Ukraine's president Petro Poroshenko already entrusted the law enforcement institutions to fully provide the investigation of the causes and circumstances of Sheremet's death. The inquest is underway. A new chivalric record fixed in Odessa region in southern Ukraine. Rostislav Miroshnichenko, the master of historical fencing, also known as Sir Oliver Knightley, has withstood 15 fights in a row, having won 12 of them. He had been planning to encounter at least 25 opponents with just two-minute break between the duels. However, the abnormal heat hindered the hero to fulfill his plan. Spending a whole hour wearing a cotton wool suit with armor weighing nearly 30 kilos, Sir Oliver suffered from a thermal shock. The doctors, having arrived at the site, did not let him continue battling. However, 15 fights was enough for a new Ukraine's record. The historical battle unfolded in Ackerman Fortress during the Festival of Medieval Culture. This heat is unbearable. During the 10th fight, I started feeling bad. My heart was pounding heavily. I needed fresh air. But the result is amazing. And with that, we've come to the end of this week's Ukraine News Roundup for this edition of Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio. To hear more news from Ukraine today, check all of this week's editions of Nasholos at www.nasholos.com. And for their full roster of breaking stories, as well as interviews, press reviews, and in-depth analysis on Ukraine, follow Ukraine Today on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and their live blog, uatoday.tv.
Steinbach, Manitoba. That was the By Request Band from their CD, Ukrainian Boys Gone Wild and the Whisperers Waltz. And uh, the By Request Band will be one of the featured Zabava bands at uh, Canada's National Ukrainian Festival in Dauphin, Manitoba. And that's coming up next weekend. So um, if you're going to be there, you'll be able to hear them live and uh, have a great time. That is a fantastic festival. If you get a chance, make sure that you take it in. And our proverb of the week translates as The time of one's death is something no one wants to know. I think that's probably true. <laughs> Well, that about brings us to the end of our program, at least this hour, and uh, we'll be wrapping it up with High Profile. And uh, they are another featured Zabava group that will be in Dauphin next weekend. And that brings us to the end of Hour 1 of Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio today here on CHLY 101.7 FM. Please stay with us as Oksana takes over the microphone to host the next hour. Meanwhile, I'll be back next Wednesday at 11 a.m. And until then, please stay in touch with Oksana and me on Facebook and Twitter. Like our Facebook page and check out the Nasholos website where you can get the podcast links and as well a link to our blog and other information about the show. And that's www.nasholos.com. So stay tuned next for Nasholos Ukrainian Hour with Oksana, followed by World Beat Canada with Vancouver's Cal Code, and at 2 p.m. Jukebox Oldies with our own Bobby B. Cool. I'm Pavlina. Thanks so much for listening. From me, until next time, Dopabachinya.
Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.